the last time we saw our fantastically follically blessed heroes. The Enchantress had enchanted the Witch Doctor and used him to resurrect an undead army of elite dwarven warriors. The Wizard, Captain Crimson, Dr. Wolf, and the Marksman are finally reunited with the Scribe, the Inventor, Hero, the Barkeep, and the Distiller. The Wizard engages in direct combat with the Enchantress, drawing her attention away from the rest of the heroes. Despite this, the heroes are wearing thin against the endless onslaught of undead dwarves. Captain Crimson, comprehending the Fellowship's disadvantage and the consequences of failure, directs the marksman to climb the tower and signal the mystic wave to fire on the tower and attempt to collapse the tower and the roof of the throne room. The marksman takes off on the desperate maneuver, but the eyes of the predator are upon him. The marksman turns to face the horde. He shoulders his crossbow and fires two rounds into the crowd. The first round explodes, knocking down the undead dwarves and sending shrapnel and gore everywhere, clearing a hole to proceed. The second round trails smoke, then explodes, leaving a dim haze in the newly cleared path. The marksman racks the handle of his crossbow, loading two more bolts into the ramp. He then dashes through the fray, smoke signal tucked away in his vest, crossbow shouldered, and sacks in his offhand, tearing like a typhoon through the horde. One dwarf catches an arrow to the shoulder, another an arrow to the face. The marksman cycles between firing and loading with intermittent periods of blade play, making his way through the fight. The marksman continues this violent sprint towards the staircase, but runs into a body like a tree stump. The marksman stands up and straps the crossbow to his back, drawing his quillian dagger, finding himself square with a squat dwarf, wielding a monstrous hammer. With a hollow grunt, the dwarf swings his hammer in a mighty arc over his body. When the hammer reaches its arc, the dwarf utters an ancient groan, bringing the hammer crashing into the space the marksman used to inhabit. The marksman, however, has quickly relocated sideways, feeling the wind rush off the hammer. The marksman rushes the dwarf, driving the quillian dagger into the knee, swinging around onto the dwarf's back, driving the sacks repeatedly into it. The dwarf crashes to the ground, and the marksman recovers his blade. The marksman continues, slashing his way through the crowd. The marksman finally reaches the stairway and begins climbing when suddenly... The stairs and the railing shudder and begin to detach from the walls of the tower. The marksman grabs onto the railing, searching for a place to bail off the crumbling staircase. He catches a glimpse of the predator holding a bow, no doubt from where the explosion originated. The marksman leaps, grabbing onto a piece of wood, and pulls himself back up into the tower and begins climbing the wooden supports. The predator silently curses as he watches the marksman climb out of sight loading a grappling arrow into the bow, taking up pursuit. The marksman, meanwhile, is climbing like mad up the tower braces. He's sheathed his quillian dagger and is keeping his sax knife in his offhand as he climbs. There's the sound of an arrow cutting through the air, and the marksman quickly swings his sax knife in response. The marksman's sax knife deflects the arrow, turning to see the master assassin, balancing on a wooden bracing with bow in hand glaring at the prey that got away.
the marksman turns and continues to climb. The twang of the bow resounds again, signaling the marksman to again parry with his sax knife. This time, the marksman's blade misses the arrow, and it travels by, grazing his leg. The marksman feels an intense burning in his calf where the arrow slices through his breeches. He grimaces, but continues to urgently push up the tower's braces, away from the advancing assassin. The marksman finally reaches the top of the tower and looks around. The top of the tower runs up to a large platform with a giant mirror positioned above the stairwell. It is held up by an ornamental cord on a series of pulleys connected to a crank. This allowed the dwarves to adjust the mirror to shine the sunlight into the throne room. The sun was falling into the sky, but the silhouette of the mighty ship slips across the waters. The marksman reaches into his vest to pull out the smoke signaler from his vest. But before he can light it, the arrow flies past, striking the signal, causing it to fly out of his hand and hit the floor. The marksman turns to see the predator standing with his bow, glaring at him. The predator then throws down the bow, drawing his dual karabits. The marksman draws his quillian dagger and his sax knife. The master assassin strikes hard and fast, swinging his karambits like a cat batting at its prey. The marksman defends quickly, intercepting each strike with his blades, finding a small window in the master assassin's series of strikes, and delivers a quick jab with the quillian dagger, piercing the predator's robes just above his right hip. The predator staggers back holding the wound. The assassin raises his blood-covered head to eye level, then glares at the marksman continuing his assault with renewed vigor. The predator's ferocity catches the marksman off guard briefly, driving him to a knee. The assassin stands over the marksman, raining down repeated blows upon him until he forces the quillian dagger from the marksman's hands. The dagger, skittering across the floor and over the edge, falling into the stairwell. The marksman, acting quickly, launches himself upward, driving the crown of his head into the predator's face. The assassin's mask already cracked from the previous encounter, breaks, half of the mass crashing to the ground. The predator, stunned, swings the karambat at the marksman, but the marksman sees it coming, delivering a spinning kick to the assassin's hand and knocking the karambat free. The blades fly off the platform. The predator, enraged that this engagement with the marksman continues to persist and bleeding profusely from his wound, wildly charges the marksman. The unexpected move catches the marksman by surprise, the assassin wrapping the marksman up into a tackle and slamming him into a support beam. The cry escapes the marksman's mouth as a cracking sound explodes from his side, the sax knife falling from his grasp. The sax is kicked in the scuffle and slides to the far side of the platform, away from both the marksman and the predator. The predator, seeing the marksman is unarmed and injured, begins to stalk towards him, spinning his remaining karamba in hand. He takes a few swings, but despite the cracked ribs, the marksman is still nimble, dodging the strikes. A wild slice misses the marksman's head as the marksman rolls, but the predator's blade does catch the ornamental cord holding the mirror up. The cord frays, but holds together by a few strong threads. The marksman's roll aggravates his injury, leaving him gasping for breath on the ground. The predator stands over him once again, but this time the marksman is unarmed. A swift slice with his karambit will end this hunt once and for all. The marksman rolls over 
and looks into the predator's eyes, seeing satisfaction and complacency. The marksman takes a deep breath and focuses, firing an electrical blast from his palm. The tendrils of electricity slam into the master assassin, throwing him backwards. The predator gets up, shaking off the magical attack, proceeding forward. I see you've learned some of our deepest secrets. Your father would be proud, spits the predator. I want to see your face, mutters the marksman, sitting back against the railing of the tower, fists clenched. What? replies the predator, unsure of what the marksman said. Let me see your face, growls the marksman. Sure, you won't live to see anything else, says the master assassin, removing what was left of his mask. But why would you want your last sight to be my face? The marksman coughs, grimacing as pain racks his body. He whispers, <coughs> I want to see your face as I avenge my father. <coughs> the master assassin realizes there's something he doesn't know. As the marksman opens his hand, releasing a plume of flame, the predator blindly steps backwards away from the flame, stepping over the edge of the stairwell. The predator is able to catch the edge, holding himself above the massive drop. Snap! The ornamental cord, after being sliced and now singed from flame, fails under the weight of the massive mirror. The mirror falls and smashes against the edge of the stairwell, breaking the assassin's grip on the ledge. The marksman limps to the ledge and watches the predator and the mirror fragments plummet to the throne room below.